Shalom, all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shai, the Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means he exists. Bahashem, which means in the name, Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. The Heavenly Father have given us this truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit. And we thank Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai for his tender mercies, peace and blessings to the elect and a remnant which are scattered abroad, which consists of you so-called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites who look like all the different nations. But your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, peace and blessings. And I like to read out of the book of Ezekiel. Chapter 33 and verse 6. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. See, the Lord have set up watchmen. You know, when you think about the ancient times and the cities that, you know, that was in those times, they had walled um, structures to keep out uh, the enemies, you know, people that, you know, want to invade those, um, those specific areas. They would put up big gates and close off the cities. But what they would have also or watchmen that would stand upon their watch and watch out for any incoming danger. So the Lord had um, set up watchmen and not only in the ancient times, but in these modern times. So the watchmen or the men that the Lord had put the spirit on to warn the people. So when you go into the book of Ezekiel, the ninth chapter, it talks about the men that sigh in that cry, you know, about the conditions, you know, warning our people. So when you hear, you know, brothers who are um, making videos going into current events, talking about the uh, vaccines and the market of beasts and all of these things that's going to affect everyone on the planet is very important to take heed because these aren't just, you know, just current events. No, these are biblical prophecies that are directly linked to the current events. And the Lord he requires the men to warn the people. That's what the scripture is talking about. And it also says that if that watchman don't warn the people about the sword that's coming and the sword that's coming, that's talking about Esau, the so-called white man that's controlling this earth. His blessing is the sword. And he's coming with the sword. 
You have the different armies. You have the um, the the vaccine, which is a military weapon, because it's not just a um, a health situation. No, when you do the research, you'll find out that the people that's controlling the you know the rollout of the vaccine is the military. So why would the military be involved in the coronavirus vaccination process? And you even had, um, I think it was Trump that talked about Operation Warp Speed. So they want to get everybody vaccinated and they're going to have the military you know, to basically be there because they're the ones that's going to pretty much enforce when a lot of people start to really buck the system and refuse to take it. Because right now they're making it where it's not mandatory, but it's going to come to the point where they're going to do more than try to persuade people through shame to take the vaccine because they're they're basically blaming people for the uh, for the rise in the uh, variant. But there is information out there that's saying that the variant is coming from people that's vaccinated. You you um, had that. Uh, what's her name? The the uh, actress. She played Sabrina, the teenage witch. Well, she was vaccinated and she still got the coronavirus. So they're saying or they're telling people if they're if they take the vaccine, they're going to be good. They're not going to catch it or they're not going to go to the hospital. But, you know, this actress, she was pretty sick, man. She was, she was talking about how much it was affecting her and some of her, uh, you know, family in her household. They came down with it, too. So right now. They're, um, in so many words, making it an option, but they're firing people if they don't take it. So they're saying one thing and doing another. If it's not mandatory, why are you firing people who don't take the jab? So I'll read that again. It says, but if the watchman see the sword come, so the watchman or the man of the Lord that's warning you, telling you about the sword is coming, Esau is coming, you know, the military, there are uh, different factions, these vigilante uh, groups that Esau is basically deputizing, giving them security, security clearances, and they're uh, stalking people, man. They're harassing people. They're using intimidation and using psychological warfare to try to silence people because right now it's a silent Holocaust that's going on. The same shit that happened in Germany, you know, when you had the Stasis to, to, um, to pretty much create a police state where they hired citizens to spy on other citizens and people were getting locked up and their families was destroyed because they was using psychological warfare against the people. And they're doing that here in America, which is Babylon the Great. They're using psychological warfare 
and it's on steroids because they have the technology to track people, you know, so they're doing a lot of devious things up under the noses of people, man. So it says, and blow not the trumpet. So the watchmen are supposed to blow the trumpet, which is in the, you know, in the ancient times, it was the shofar or ram's horn. So blowing the trumpet is warning the people, sounding the alarm, telling our people to repent for the kingdom of heaven is nigh. The Lord is going to bring judgments in America where America is pretty much going to continue to spiral down the drain. And it's going to be to the point where it's going to be almost like a you would describe a post-apocalyptic society. And this is before the the the, uh, the destruction of Babylon the Great by way of World War Three. So when society breaks down. They're going to be checkpoints. You know, they're going to be, um, you know, curfews, martial law, mandatory vaccinations, mandatory microchipping, people put in FEMA camps. All of these things are prophesied. But if the tr uh, if the trumpet is not being blown, the watchmen who are supposed to warn you, but they're not. It says and the people be not warned. So you got people out there that are supposed to be watchmen. But they're not warning the people for for various reasons, whether they paid off by Esau, whether they don't believe in biblical prophecy that ties into current events, whatever the situation that's causing them to be dumb dogs that can't bark. It says that the sword come and take any person from among them. So during these uh, turbulent times, these watchmen, these pastors, you know. Christian pastors or even Israelites who, who teach you that there's there's not going to be any tribulation. There's no um, FEMA camps and and they're telling our people to take the jab. These are those watchmen. That their congregations are going to get taken among them. It says he is taken away in his iniquity. So that watchman was supposed to warn the people, telling the people to repent and then tell them to turn away from their sins. Then tell them to um, keep the law, statutes and commandments the best of their ability, having faith in our King, Yahweh Shai, who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. So they were taken away in their iniquity, which is sin. Sin upon sin is iniquity or iniquity is sin upon sin. Salakia. It says, Blood, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So if that uh, person in your congregation that you didn't warn, then tell them about the mark of the beast, which is the RFID microchip. Then tell them about the jab, which is full of nanotechnology that's going to be used to track and alter you and do a lot of wicked and nasty things. Basically prep you mentally and spiritually to accept the mark of the beast prep your body to be able to, um, in so many words, uh, accept the chip physically because, you know, you can't put anything that's foreign in your body without your body rejecting it. So that chip is going to be able to stay in a person's body and not reject it because of the technology that they had already put in your body. So a lot of people who are not warning their flocks, 
and they're taken away in their iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So all those people in these uh, Christian past or it's like these Christian um, churches and whoever their uh, parishioners or their congregations get caught up and they actually perish, their blood is going to be on the pastor's hands. That's why it says, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So that watchman, he's going to be responsible for all the people that perished, that died in his congregation because he didn't warn them. That's why this thing is very serious. And people that are picking up the Bible, they got to be able to tell the truth, no matter how, how uncomfortable, how much resistance that you get, because as you brothers and as you sisters know, and shalom to you out there, you know, you brothers, you sisters out there, that's um, that's on anchor.com, as well as Spotify, peace and blessings to you. May the Most High guide you and protect you in these last days in your households, you know. Us brothers, we pray for y'all, you know. You brothers out there that's listening, we, we actually pray for the elect. In a remnant who are scattered abroad. So you're not alone in this. You know, we have to pray for each other and we have to warn our people. Even when there's times where you hear things that's uncomfortable and you may feel a certain way, that's the Lord basically putting the spirit on you for you to correct yourself, making you feel a certain way so you can uh, repent. So you won't be offended because you're making the necessary uh, changes so you won't get, you know, basically uh, convicted spiritually. So it's very important to take heed, you know, because they're doing a lot of wicked shit and the world is in darkness. They're not going to tell you. They're already urging people to take this vaccine and it, it ain't even been a, a, a whole year that they rolled it out. You had to shut down, you know, people were in their homes and, you know, pretty much watching Netflix and ordering stuff on Amazon and eBay. I was, I was, um, on furlough. So I know I, I, uh, like a lot of people got, um, unemployment was making more money on, you know, during unemployment, you know, cause they, you know, they paid you weekly. So I was making, um, you know, or, you know, basically getting more money during the time of unemployment than I was, you know, working my two weeks. But after that unemployment ran out, I went back to work, you know, where some people, they, they stayed, you know, and try to milk the system and even had other people that was uh, applying for loans because that money was there and it was ripping off the system. And now they're in trouble. You know, now they're facing criminal charges because they was being greedy. When that money was coming in, I knew it was only for a short time. So, you know, I paid bills and and got a few things off of, you know, or, you know, uh, Amazon ordering stuff. And went back to work, but it's going to come a point in time where they're going to require everyone to be vaccinated. 
And so right now, you know, there are, you know, there are, you know, a couple options. You know, one of the options is get a re religious exemption. So check into that. You know, I'm going to check into it because right now it's not mandatory at my job, but a lot of people are taking it. You know, and I'm watching everybody closely, man. Because some people that's taking it, they, they're talking about how they have the brain fog. And and I know people that know people that actually died from the vaccine. So you don't want to chance it. You don't want to trust these people. The Bible tells us to never trust thine enemy. So you can't trust these people because they're untrustworthy, man. These are the same people that put or the same nation of people that put smallpox and the Native Americans blankets and a handkerchief and gave it to them so they could clear gad out the North American Indians. So you can't trust these people. These are the same people that use so-called Negroes as guinea pigs during the uh, Tuskegee experiment. The Guatemalans, who are Israelites as well, use them as lab, uh, lab rats. The Guatemalan experiment, which was also with the syphilis, the Igo housing projects in St. Louis. But your uh, pastors and and people who profess to know the Bible, they're, they're not talking about these things. Because they're fearful and they just don't believe. But the Lord said he would give us pastors according to his heart. So Lord is waking up men in these last days to speak the truth. To actually prophesy. And speak of things that's going to affect everybody. We're all going to be affected by it. Let's get another scripture right quick, and I want to read this article. See, the uh, Christian pastors, they're too busy speaking uh, smooth things. The Bible go into how the uh, pastors are, uh, again, dumb dogs that cannot bark. And then also how the people, they want to hear smooth things. They want to hear lies and deceit. So this is the book of Jeremiah 28 and 8. It says, the prophets that have been before me and before thee of old prophesied against many countries and great and against great kingdoms of war and of evil and of pestilence. So that's what the men of the Lord are doing. I'll read it again. It says the prophets that have been before me and before thee of the old prophesied against many countries. So the prophets in the ancient times of old have prophesied against those uh, different countries, those different kingdoms. Jeremiah, he, he prophesied against Babylon. It says and against great kingdoms. So all those kingdoms that had Israel in captivity they were great kingdoms, just like America, which is Babylon the Great, is a great kingdom. It says a war. So we speak about wars, you know, and rumors of war. We, we speak often about World War Three, 
the signs that we have that we use, you know, when we're out there prophesying on the streets, those signs go into World War Three. You know, one of the signs, it says um, the end of the world, according to the Bible, I think that's how it go. But it's a, um, a picture of a mushroom cloud and people, you know, basically running away from the mushroom cloud. So that's going into uh, wars and rumors of wars and of evil. We talk about the evil times. Redeeming the times because the days are evil. The evil times is talking about Jacob's trouble where they're going to continue to vilify us and to continue to put us on terrorist watch list. And they're they're tracking and they're listening to everybody. You might not be out there prophesying, but if you're watching brothers videos and you're reading, you know, the Bible, you're studying, you're going online, they're watching because the NSA, they, they, they have everybody's computer under surveillance. So it's very important for you to realize that there is no uh, straddling the fence. Either you believe or you don't, because you're going to be forced to, to choose a side. You're going to be forced to either stand for what's righteous or bow down to wickedness. It says in a pestilence. And that's what we're doing. We're prophesying against great kingdoms, you know, countries of war. We speak of the wars and of evil, the evil times, you know, telling people that they have to take a vaccine. That's an experiment. Those are evil times. We're in those times, man, when they're uh, 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 pushing transgender. Where you got people who are genetically men, they get altered and now they're trying to have babies, man. They're actually trying to go through the process of ha of having an actual baby. We're in evil times, man. It says in a pestilence, which are the diseases, the coronavirus and all the other variants and all the things. That's what we're prophesying about. That's why we speak on these things. It's not for just sensationalism and 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 uh, shock value. No. We're, we're telling you th these things because the Lord said that we have to persuade men through the terror of the Lord. So we have to tell you things that are unpleasant. That's, you know, that's scary to, to, to put the fear of the Lord in you so you could think and realize, look, I need to get my house in order because we're running out of time. Because you don't want to be one of those persons that you you thought you had time. You could have, uh, you know, uh, considered coming into the truth, but then something really major happened. This whole thing could shut down. They could they could declare a martial law or they could really come up with some really unjust laws. And now you're stuck. So you want to seek the Lord now while he may be found. You don't want to be one of those foolish virgins. that get left out of the marriage. That's why the scriptures tell us to watch as well as pray. You have to watch everything. You have to watch the signs of the times, these earthquakes, you know, 
these uh, hurricanes, all of these things or the signs of the times the Lord talked about. He talked about the earthquakes and the end times in the book of uh, Matthew 24. So this pestilence, which is a, a plague by Yahweh, because the Lord, he's in control of this. See, a lot of people out there, they may think that these situations that are bad is the devil. No, the Lord, he controls both sides. He, he controls good and evil. So you have, you know, basically you have the angels on the right hand side and angels on the left hand side. And so the heavenly father has counsel. So he will use the angels on the left hand side to to do things like deceive people and cause different situations to happen that will bring forth a harsh judgment. That's why you have to fear the Lord in this pestilence. This is a, a plague and or a pe pestilence that's coming from the Heavenly Father. Because the Lord, he sends four sword judgments upon our people. That's why it's very important for you Negroes, Latinos and Native Americans to repent. Come back into your heritage. Because the law, statutes and commandments is meant for you and no other nation. Now you have Israelites that look like all the different nations. You'll, you'll hear that in the greeting, which means that you have Israelites that look like so-called white people, so-called African people, so-called Arab people, so-called Chinese people, so-called Japanese people, so-called East Indian people. But their lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, which is going into the multitude written of in the book of Revelation, the seventh chapter. So let me get one more scripture, then we'll go into this article. So this is the book of Ezekiel, chapter 14, verse 21. And it reads, thus saith the Lord, Yahweh, how much more when I send my four sword judgments upon Jerusalem? Now, those four sword judgments or on the earth. They're 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 played out on the earth because the scriptures tell us that the uh, judgments are, are on all of the judgments are on the earth. I'm paraphrasing this, the uh, scripture. So things that happen, those judgments are played out on the earth. People don't go to hell, you know, the center of the earth and they burn forever. No, that's false doctrine. You know. When you. Here are situations where people get ran over by trucks and and they die in plane crashes and all these terrible things. Those are judgments that are played out on the earth. So those people, they will they've died and then they go back up into the spirit world or heaven. And then whatever they've done on the earth in their life, the Lord give them their judgment. And then they come that they come back down on the earth. And then that judgment takes place again because there is such a thing as reincarnation. And, and we'll get that. It says. And remember, uh, Jerusalem is a people before a place. You know, you, when you hear of Zion, Israel, Jerusalem, that's talking about the people as what you know, and it could also talk about the actual of city of Jerusalem. But in this scripture, it's talking about the people. It says the sword. So these are the judgments. The first one is the sword, 
which is Esau, the so-called white man. When he's gunning our people down in the streets and there's no uh, justice, there's no, uh, you know, really no, no change. And these race soldiers, they get away with just blowing our people away. Those are judgments that the Lord have put upon his people. Now, Esau, although he's doing these things, the Lord is going to judge him and and in the in his um you know in his um time to be judged it says in the famine which is the food shortages right now a lot of food is being uh distributed because you know people out there that are getting food from uh food banks and it, it's a lot of food man i i, I was um um, able to get a few things and stuff like that from family members. And you hear of other people who have these, uh, you know, basically they can go to the food pantries and they get food because of the, you know, people aren't working and that first shutdown really messed a lot of people up. But now there's a lot of food out there, but it's going to come a point in time where the stores, they're going to dry up. They're not going to have hardly no food. And what's going to happen is the people that do have food, these people are going to, you know, the people who don't have it, they're going to they're going to start stealing it. They're going to start breaking in people's houses and and murdering people pursuant to the book of Second Ezra, the 15th chapter. It says in a noisome beast. The noisome beasts are these animals. Just think of all the zoos that's in America. Once society collapse, who's going to be there to defeat those animals? Animals are, you know, they have their instincts. So they're going to find a way to get out. They're going to they're going to basically, you know, break out of those cages and claw their way and chew their way out of things. And they're going to start hunting they're going to start smelling those uh, dead bodies from people dying of starvation and being killed with the sword. This thing is going to continue to unravel. And you already hear that there's more guns in America than people. And America's a narcissistic society. They don't fear the Lord. Very, very self-centered people, man, that don't fear the Lord don't have any compassion. The scriptures tell us that because iniquity shall abound, the love of many is wax cold. People are heartless, man. That's why a lot of people turn into to citizen spies because they only care about themselves. They don't care about anybody in their neighborhoods, in their communities. Hell, they don't even care about their own families because they'll stalk and harass their own family for money. They didn't already convince themselves in their mind that whatever they're doing they're not going to get judged for, but the Lord is setting these people up, man. And the Lord is judging these people, man. I've seen it with my own eyes. The Lord is judging these people. And he's going to continue to judge you evil people out there. You devils that's out here listening to my podcast, listening to my uh, different um, uh, social media platforms, you know, YouTube and just being wicked. And being narcissistic devils, the Lord's going to judge each and every one of you. And it's going to be righteous. 
So those noisome beasts, they're going to they're going to they're going to uh, devour the flesh of our people. Those are the four sword judgments. And the scriptures tell us that there is nothing new under the sun. So let's get that. I wanted to bring out about reincarnation, people getting judged. And then they go back up into the heavens and then they um, come back to the earth and, and get judged. So this is the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter one, verse nine. The thing that have been, it is that which shall be. So the thing that, that have been, and when you go into the word thing, it actually means the person, a person. So the person that have been, it is that which shall be. It says, and that which is done is that which shall be done. So the thing that have been, it is that which shall be. So what was in the past, it's going to happen presently or, you know, or in future sense or future uh, tense. This is that which is done is that which shall be done. So what was done in the past is what's going to be done in the present. So in the ancient times, the heathens, the Edomites, who were the Greeks and the Romans, who were basically Caucasians, they came after Israel. They, they uh, uh, sieged Jerusalem. And so Jerusalem... You know, the people that was in the land that was stuck in the city, they couldn't they couldn't come out. They, nobody could go in and nobody could come out. So people were starving. People people were so hungry where they were eating their own children. So as we read in the Bible, there's nothing new under the sun. So in these last days, people are going to resort to cannibalism. So like the movie, uh, the book of Eli, that was true. I mean, when I mean true, even though it was a fictional movie, you had a scene in it where this couple, they were cannibals. So when I say that was true, that kind of thing is going to happen. People are going to resort to cannibalism. And people are just not going to care. It's going to be that chaotic. So we have to warn our people, tell them to repent. Because you want to repent now, you don't want to wait until shit is so bad where you're crying out to the Lord and you don't know if he's going to hear your prayers. Because the Lord could very well reject the person because they drug their feet. It says, is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new, it have been already of old time. So, you can't say, oh, this situation is new. No, it's been already of old time, which was before us. So there's such a thing as reincarnation. We've been here many times before. You ever get like deja vu? You have a situation and it you feel like you either met someone before or you had to had a conversation or you might go to a city or you feel like, damn, I've. This situation is familiar. That's deja vu, man. That, you know, that's that's basically in so many words, you know, 
how, how should I say? Because you actually don't know who you are, you know, in your past, because the Bible tells us this. But you get you get a situation that you've done some before, which is, the you know, basically those previous lives. But you don't you don't know exactly because, again, the Bible tells us that we don't have no remembrance. So let me get that. That's in verse 11, I think. It says there is no remembrance of former things. So we don't remember who we were in our past lives. That's why it says there is no remembrance of former things or things could be persons. So we don't remember who we were in our past lives. Now, the scriptures tell us that the prophets are subject to the prophets, which means that if you're prophesying now and you're being fervent in the spirit and you're convinced or persuaded in your own mind to serve the Lord in spirit and truth, you could very well be one of those prophets of old time. But you just, you know, you don't know exactly who you were, but you know that you, you know, more than likely could be a prophet of the ancient times. It says, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come after. So we don't have any remembrance of who we were in our past lives. You hear people say, oh, they were this, they were that. No, you don't. You don't remember. None of us do. You know, it's just like when you were very young, you have no recollection of your um, your childhood, you know, say two years old, two, three years old. You don't have no, no memory, but you were here, you know. So our our previous lives is likened to that. You know, we we knew that we were in those past lives, but we just don't know specifically who we were. So you so-called Negroes, Latinos and Native Americans, you've been through the uh, been through slavery. You've been through the, the uh, what's that? The uh, Indian Removal Act, you know, the conquistadors, all, all of that we've been through in our past lives. Remember, we remember um, you know, what we remember in this life, but we don't remember again in those previous lives. So, yeah, the, the Lord is he's awesome. You know, just just thinking about the whole process of the spirit just never dying. The body is biodegradable. So the body dies and it goes back to the earth, you know, goes back to the dust, as the scriptures tell us. And the, and the spirit goes back to the father. Let me get one more scripture because it's very important that these uh, Bible verses are um, are brought out. Let's see. People think that um, reincarnation has to do with some East Indian religion. No, that that's not true. Reincarnation is biblical. We just read it. And the reincarnation that the East Indians talk about is like when people are reincarnated, they'll come back as a butterfly or 
turtle. No, that's that's nonsense. No, you come back as a human being, and you you're gonna come back being judged. So this is the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter twelve, verse seven. It says, "Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was." So the dust is talking about these bodies. It goes back to the dust of the earth. You know, the body is made up of what? The majority water, you know, and then other, you know, elements of the earth. It says, and the spirit shall return unto Yahweh who gave it. So when you die, you go back up to the spirit world, you know, to Yahweh who, who made the um, who made these spirits. Because that's one of his titles. He's also known as the father of spirits. So all spirits come from Yahweh. The heavenly father created the Messiah because he's the only begotten son. And the Messiah created everything, you know, and the angels created everything along with the Messiah. Because the, uh, the angels that's in those everlasting chains of darkness, that's not talking about some um as people believe uh the nephilim angels and getting her old out of heaven and and they're in you know in got chains on them in uh, under the pyramids and shit like that no the everlasting chains of darkness is these bodies because these bodies are are prone to sin this is a this is a sentence being in these bodies because they break down, you know, the flesh is prone to sin. That's why the Lord tell us to uh, basically, um, you know, uh, be in the spirit, you know, deny your flesh, which is through fasting, prayer, you know, all, all of the things that's going to build your spirit up and have you deny your flesh. You know, that's why the scriptures tell it that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. So although spiritually we want to do things, the flesh may come in and, um, you know, and cause us to uh, go off. And that's why we need the Lord's mercy, his blood to cover our sins. You know, it says, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return into Yahweh who gave it. So. The Heavenly Father, the Father of Spirits, he controls everything. So let's go to this article. Because we, we were going into the watchman about how we have to warn our people. So right here, this is an article. From. What is it? Um. S-H-R-M and uh, basically is um, a website that, go in, that goes into workplace situations and I don't know what the S-H-R-M was, was the acronym but that, that's the acronym S-H-R-M.org and the article is can employers mandate a vaccine authorized for emergency use because right now you're hearing of people being fired, especially people in the healthcare field. If they don't get vaccinated, they're they're losing their jobs. So they don't care if you got a mortgage. They don't care if you got rent. They don't care if you got a family to take care of. 
if if you're in the healthcare field and you don't take the vaccine, they're gonna they're gonna can you. They're gonna fire you because they don't care about you. They they do not care. And more than likely, you know, the the um, I'll just say it like this. Now you have religious exemptions out there, but if they're firing people, it just seems like they're not gonna honor the religious exemption because they're looking at it like how if you're in a medical field and people are supposedly dying from COVID, that you are exposing the the patients. So they're requiring people to do it. And a lot of people they're 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 you know basically saying hell no. Because a lot of people in the medical field, they know about vaccines. They give out vaccines. They deal with it every day and they know the risk. They didn't been to schools and universities and, you know, study medicine and study, you know, the body. And and they know that something that's been rolled out in a year or less than a year, they're already suspect. They're already suspicious of it. You know. Or they, they already know that that vaccine is suspect. So they're not going to gamble with their health. And they probably seen situations where people didn't took it and had all kind of adverse side effects. People going to the hospital and they know that these people were vaccinated and they they, they don't have any help. Because they are, they've already the pharmaceutical companies that they, they already have given themselves immunity so you can't sue them no matter what. You take that vaccine and something happened to you where you can't stop shaking, you're convulsing, you're, you're having all kinds of symptoms and people having heart attacks and strokes and having aneurysms and, and something like that happened, you can't legally sue. So why would you risk your health for obviously people that don't care about you and already have an agenda? It says consensus in the legal community have been that employers may require at will employees to be vaccinated. So it's, it's basically, and, and you know, the decisions are made with the with the employers. So they they may require at will, you know, to to uh, say that their employees need to be vaccinated. And I, I didn't already said, and I stand on this, the minute they say that it's mandatory at my job, I'm not working there no more. I'm done. The Lord will provide, you know. And that's that's what the mindset you brothers got to have, you sisters out there. You got to depend on the Lord, man. You got to totally depend on your Hawa, Bashem, Yahweh, Shai for everything. The father, he requires that you have faith and you believe. Because the Lord, he's going to he's he's going to intervene. He's he's definitely going to do that because it's going to get so bad where they're not going to leave people hardly no options. And a lot of people, they're going to lose their houses. They're going to lose. Vehicles and 
and marriages and stuff like that, because you're going to have family members. You're going to have husbands wanting their wives to take it and vice versa. And, and you're going to have families just disputing. It's going to get ugly. It says, subject to accommodations that may be required for medical or religious reasons. I'll read that again. It says, subject to accommodations that may be required for medical or re religious reasons, which is going into checking to getting either medical or religious religious exemption. I'm going to check into the religious exemption because from what I heard that if your employer wants you to take that vaccine, they have to disclose what's in it. That's what I heard. I don't, you have to research that brothers and you sisters out there. You have to verify that. But you want to know what's in it because you could very well, you know, be allergic to whatever is in it. Say, for instance, if you're allergic to penicillin, salakia, and it's penicillin in it, you're gonna, if you take it, which you shouldn't, you can have a reaction. It says, said Kevin Trotman, an attorney with Fisher Phillips in Houston and Richard Manigello, an attorney for Fisher Phillips in Portland, Oregon. No decision is a is no decision is risk pr uh, proof, but we do not believe EUA status diminishes an employee's authority to vaccinate. So, like, let me read that again. It says, "But we do not believe EUA status diminishes an employer's authority to require vaccine." They said in a joint statement, Brett. Corburn, an attorney with Austin and Byrd in Atlanta, said there's been a sea change in employer attitudes regarding vaccine mandates in the past few weeks regarding changes to mask guidelines from the U.S. Centers for Disease and Prevention, CDC. Now, again, CDC was the same organization that did that study you know, back in the time of Jim Crow with so-called Negroes, the Tuskegee experiment, that was ran by the CDC. So these are the same organizations that's telling you that you should be vaccinated. It says, additionally, the federal government, government and some state governors and large employees announced that they are mandating or requiring employees either to be fully vaccinated or submit to regular testing. So they're already making it mandatory, mandating vaccines. So that's a mandatory vaccine by large employers. So some of the bigger companies, they're requiring you to either be fully vaccinated, meaning you got all your shots like you're a damn dog, or submit to regular testing. It says many employers seem to have reached a breaking point with soft efforts to encourage vaccination. So these employers, they're, they're losing patience for people who don't want to get vaccinated because they, they don't trust it. But now they're, they're, they're going to 
they're going to take off their gloves, man. That's why they're firing people. They're saying if you're not vaccinated, don't show up to work. And they're going to continue to do it. Right now, the news is that Biden then already said that they're going to they're going to take away federal funding to any nursing home that don't make it mandatory for their uh, staff to be vaccinated. So now they're threatening to pull government funds from those nursing homes because the nursing homes, they get their money from the, the you know, from the government, through the, you know, through the state. That's how that's how they're able to uh, pay the employees. You know, you have Medicaid and Medicare and all of that. A lot of these people in these nursing homes, that's that's the kind of insurance that they have. So they, they're already making it where if, if people aren't vaccinated, they're going to pull the plug, which is going to make a lot of people unemployed, which is going to really piss off a lot of people. It says many employers seem to have reached their breaking point. I read that. I'll read it again. It said with soft efforts to encourage vaccination and they are starting to think much more seriously about mandates, Colburn said. So it's mandating vaccines, but they're going to make it mandatory. But shit, that's still making it mandatory. So you, you, if you want to work there, you got to be fully vaccinated or submit to a regular testing. What if you don't want to do both? It says court dismissed challenge to U.S. Food and Drug Administration FDA issued a EUA for the COVID vaccines that are currently being used in the USA. In the U.S., this allowed vaccines to be administered in emergency circumstances, even though the FDA have not fully approved them under its standard process. Yeah, a vaccine is not FDA approved because it's an experiment. So all these different cases and stuff like that, it says the DOJ, the Department of Justice, supports mandates. So if this is a medical situation, why is the DOJ involved? The Department of Justice. That's because these vaccines aren't just regular vaccines. They're weaponized because the stuff has nanotechnology in it. And they'll be able to plug you into the matrix because the shit they are injecting in you and the shit that they spraying in the air is full of aluminum and metals. And our bodies emit frequencies. Our bodies are likened to antennas. So with that technology and the shit they spraying in the air and want to put in your veins, they'll be able to basically... Tune into your biofrequency, your brainwave activity, and uh, plug into you, man. Like when you have a radio and you have um, the station and you're going down the dial, you're trying to find your station and then you find it and it's clear. That's what they're doing with this technology. Once they find your, your brainwave activity, they'll be able to tap into your mind. They'll be able to tap into your frequencies because the body, it emits electrical signal. So they'll be able to tap into that, you know, 
So you brothers, you sisters out there, you know, repent. You know, we're in the last days. You know, if it be the Lord's will, you know, um, I can go a little further in uh, detail in some of the, the technology. You know, if, you know, if the Lord permit at a later time, but stay strong, you know, pray for others as you pray for yourself and Shalom.